Welcome to Family Law Talk, presented by Kirk Stange of Stange Law Firm, PC. Stange Law Firm is a family law firm in the St. Louis metro area with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stange. Welcome to Family Law Talk. My name is Kirk Stange, and I am a managing partner of Stange Law Firm, PC. Stange Law Firm is a family law firm with offices in Missouri and with offices in Illinois. Uh, welcome to our episode today of Family Law Talk with Stenge Law Firm. Uh, today's topic is about the putative father registry. Uh, but before we get to that topic, I should state that the choice of a lawyer uh, that is an important decision uh, that should not be based solely upon advertisements and that the information you obtain today in this episode is general in nature, and that if you need advice regarding a specific legal situation, you should talk to an attorney competent to practice law in your specific jurisdiction. All right, all of that uh, said, again, the topic uh, the topic today is on the putative father registry. What is a putative father registry? Uh, it, important question, really, for unmarried dads out there. Uh, I would bet that uh, the vast majority of people out there, if I asked them what the putative father registry is, they would quite simply have no idea what that is. And, uh, and that's a shame. Uh, if you look in uh, today's society, uh, national statistics are that 40% uh, percent of children are born out of wedlock, which is just a huge number. Uh, it's a number that's on the on the rise, um, and it's a it's a number, quite frankly, that's probably going to continue to be on the rise. And and this is based on again uh, just kind of the overall society at the moment, where you know the high divorce rates uh, cause a lot of people to not get married. Uh, but at the same time, people are still having uh, lots of children, and so you just see this this huge rise in the in the unmarried birth rate. And again, it is what it is. Uh, we're not making any judgments on that. We're just giving you the statistics, which is that you know it's been on the rise and on the rise, and it continues to rise. And and that's what makes this putative father registry an important thing. Um, you know, there are lots of dads out there that that care about their kids and they want to be active participants in their kid's life. Um, and they want to be involved, and and that is contrary, I think, to the to the belief of a lot of people out there. Obviously, there's this stigma of the deadbeat dad, and the dads that, you know, dads that don't care, and certainly, um, you know, there are people out there like that. You know, there's no question that there are people out there like that. But there are a lot of dads uh, that do care and that do want to be involved in their kid's life, and that's uh, where this putative father registry becomes uh, this critically. A critically important thing. All right. So uh, the reality of the situation is this: is uh, you know when a baby's born, um, everybody knows who mom is. I mean, the baby came, baby came from mom. Um, you know, baby came from mom. And in most cases, again, there's just no you know no real question about who mom is. I mean, the baby came from mom. But the reality is, is with dads, uh, there's a real question in a lot of cases. People in a lot of cases legitimately. Uh, don't know for sure whether the, they're the dad or not, even though uh, even though they think that they probably are. And, and uh, uh, what a lot of dads want to do, and we see this uh, all the time, what a lot of dads want to do is they want to wait till that baby's born, and and then after the baby's born, they want to have a paternity test. And uh, after that paternity test, what a lot of dads then want to do is is try to seek. Uh, custody rights at that time, and uh, and in a lot of ways that makes a lot of sense on the surface. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's just a day and age where, oftentimes, 
you know, there's a real question out there, and a lot of guys, you know, might think, well, you know, I was dating uh, this mother, and but there's this other guy that was also dating this mother, uh, conceivably in the same time frame, and I'm just not sure. And so again, a lot of guys out there, they want to wait until the baby's born, do a paternity test, and if it turns out that the dad, then uh, the good dads out there, they want to step up and they want to be involved in the lives of their kids. And and again, that's the viewpoint. Uh, I think it's the prevailing viewpoint if we just took a survey of the good dads who come through our firm and asked them, uh, you know, what the plan is. I mean, that's kind of it. Wait till baby's born, uh, uh, do a DNA test, and heck, if I'm dad, then I'll step up and, and do what I need to do. But here's the dilemma and here's the problem, which is uh, uh, in a lot of instances, uh, adoption becomes a real, real uh, issue out there. In other words, you know, the mom's pregnant, and on the flip end, the mom's scared. Uh, and, uh, you know, the dad is wanting this paternity test before he commits to, to stepping up. And, and obviously, to a lot of moms, they can be insulted by that. And they think, well, wait a minute. There's no question about who the dad is. I mean, you're the dad. And, and they get, I mean, probably legitimately so in a lot of cases, offended that the dad acts like there's a question when they think, you know, they know with certainty who that dad is. And, uh, and and again, a lot of them can be offended, offended that the dad wants a paternity test in the, in the first place. And, and so being scared, <clears throat> potentially being alone and not wondering, uh, not wondering whether or not the dad is going to be involved in the child's life. A lot of, a lot of uh, moms out there decide, you know, maybe I ought to put the baby up for adoption. And, and that happens, you know, quite a bit. And uh, the dilemma is this is, Dads out there that want to be involved, um, uh, if they have not gone and registered with this putative father registry, in Missouri, you know, there's the putative father registry, and, and the putative father registry is also in Illinois. And I would just say to all the listeners out there, look, states, state laws vary from state to state. And this is certainly an episode where uh, when I give that disclaimer at the beginning that you need to talk to an attorney in your specific jurisdiction to make sure you know what the laws are. This is probably one of those situations where it is absolutely imperative that you talk to an attorney in your specific jurisdiction and you know what the time frames are. But uh, in Missouri, it is just critical to tell the listeners out there, if you're a dad, you're an unmarried dad, to be, you think that you're probably the father of the child, but you want to wait on that DNA test, it is critical uh, that you go on and register with the Missouri Putative Father Registry. Uh, I'm looking right now. I got in front of me the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services webpage right on my right on my computer screen right in front of me. And the phone number uh, that they uh, give uh, call to get on the Putative Father Registry is 573-751-6378. And uh, that is that's the phone number of the state of Missouri, according to this webpage at least. And you can go to health.mo.gov/data/vitalrecords/putative.php, and that's that's the webpage for the Putative Father Registry. And on that page, uh, you can get more information about the Putative Father Registry as well, and uh, uh, and get uh, the information. They actually have a pamphlet. Uh, on their webpage, which I've just pulled up right in front of me, called uh, it says important facts about the putative father registry, and it actually has a form that you can fill out and complete uh, to to register with the putative father registry. Now that said, 
you know, listeners out there, you want to hire an attorney to help you with this to make sure you do it right. Um, so definitely hire and consult an attorney about getting on that putative father registry. But, I mean, the truth of the matter is is that, you know, unmarried dads out there, you know, if you're not on the putative father registry, the, uh, I mean, the way the law really works is, I mean, you're not dad at that point. And, and if you're not on that putative father registry, in all reality, the mom's probably going to be able to, uh, put the baby up for adoption without your consent, and, and then you know if your whole plan was wait for baby to be born and then get DNA test and then step up, that whole plan could just uh, just completely fall apart if mom decides she's putting that baby up for adoption and uh, and the dad uh, has not uh, taken appropriate action uh, uh, to get on. Uh, uh, the putative father registry. So just a critically, critically important thing for unmarried dads who care uh, to want to do. Again, I think most dads uh, have no idea what this putative father registry even is. I mean, they never heard of it, uh, have absolutely no idea, uh, but it's just a critically important thing that, that unmarried dads uh, uh, do that. We have an article on our main webpage, which is www.stengylawfirm.com, and it's titled, What is the Missouri Putative Father Registry, and this is a great article to the listeners out there that uh, uh, the listeners really ought to listen to or ought to read because uh, is a follow up to this podcast today because it really explains it really explains the process uh, about how what you do is you get this this form off the web page, and again you want to hire an attorney to help you with this, but you file a notice of intent to claim paternity with the Bureau of Vital Statistics, and and, and again. Uh, this would make it such that uh, if mom wants to put the baby up for adoption, if you're an unmarried dad, that uh, that, that notice is given to you. Uh, um, and, and, and and that way, if you want to contest that adoption and say, look, court, mom might want to put the baby up for adoption, but, uh, you know, if I'm dad, um, um, you know, I want custody rights of this child. In fact, I want custody. I don't want my baby put up for adoption. Uh, just a critical, critical thing. Now, that said, if you read the article that we have on stengylawfirm.com, it talks about the fact that, you know, being on the putative father registry is a great thing and definitely a thing unmarried dads want to do. And uh, they want to do it right away, uh, right away, uh, get on there just as soon as possible. But that uh, unmarried fathers as well ultimately will need to file a paternity case, which is a child custody case uh, in the circuit court. Uh, to get custody rights or to get custody. And, uh, you know, a paternity case uh, is really uh, very similar. Uh, I mean, think divorce, uh, but divorce for unmarried parents who didn't have a child, take out spousal support, take out maintenance, and that will kind of give you a clue in terms of how a paternity case works. I mean, it's in the family court in front of the same judges that do divorces. And, and there's a lot of different nuances from paternity cases uh, uh, to divorce cases, which we can't go through all of them in this podcast today. But if you're just trying to think of kind of a simple point of reference in terms of how to understand what a paternity case is, think divorce. But again, the court doesn't get into your property and debt, and and uh, they don't get into the issue of spousal support. And if you think of it in terms of that, then I think uh, the concept of what a paternity case is becomes more clear. And, and to the unmarried dads out there that want to be involved in their kid's life, you definitely want to get an attorney to help you with these paternity cases. These paternity cases will give you a parenting plan, which is what dads who go through a divorce get, which sets forth what your custody rights are, um, and whether it's legal custody, whether it's physical custody, how transportation works, how health 
uh, care works, how support works in other manners. But paternity cases, uh, definitely, uh, definitely a critical, critical thing. Uh, in the state of Illinois, the state of Illinois has the putative father registry as well. And so for the unmarried dads out in Illinois, uh, you want to do the same thing. Uh, is registered with that putative father registry in the state of Illinois, kind of as a prelude to this podcast today. I was trying to get on uh, the Illinois putative uh, father registry's webpage um, to get you the information on that. <clears throat> but there's something wrong with the webpage here today. Uh, as I'm trying to click through it, I'm getting errors. So apparently that page is not up today. Um, but at the same time, uh, you can contact uh, the Department of Children and Family Services in the state of Illinois. You could call there and, and indicate you want to get on that putative father registry, and they'd be able to get you that information as well. And, again, you want to hire an attorney, so you can hire an attorney with an Illinois license, and they can get you all the information as well about being on the putative father registry. But uh, very important, critically important for the dads out there uh, who want to be active participants in their kids' lives. Uh, get on that putative father registry. Uh, and, and, and in fact, you know, you can take the action to do that before the child's born. And certainly, if you don't do it before the child's born, you want to do it immediately after that baby's born. Immediately. Uh, I mean, that day that baby's born, get into an attorney and get on that putative father registry. That way, if your child's put up for adoption, uh, you've filed your claim with the state that indicates that you believe you're the dad and that you want to be involved in the life of, a, of, a, of, of your child. And that way you would get notice if any adoption proceedings were going to be filed. In Missouri, there was a, a critically important case called uh, Lentz, L-E-N-T-Z, which dealt with this issue that worked its way up and down uh, the Missouri court systems. And it really underscores the importance of uh, dads being on that putative father registry. So, again, to all the listeners out there, Go to www.stengelawfirm.com. You can click on our Articles tab, and then you can click on the article titled, What is the Missouri Putative Father Registry? Uh, read the article. It uh, gives you lots of good information on what that Putative Father Registry is. And, uh, again, if you're a dad out there, an unmarried dad who wants to be in the life of your child and you, and you care uh, and you want to be there for your child, get on that Putative Father Registry. Get on it right away. Also, hire an attorney. File a paternity case establish your custody rights. Uh, this is what will help ensure that you're going to be involved in the child, the life of your child and that uh, you'll be able to have an Im impact on your child's life and, and be that uh, good dad and that good role model that we know all the good dads out there uh, uh, who care about their kids want to be. So that's our episode today. Uh, appreciate all the listeners uh, being online to, to listen to our, our episode titled, What is a Putative Father Registry? And we'll see you next time on Family Law Talk with Stangy Law Firm. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stangy. Visit StangyLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.